We've been looking at Psalm 23 and have not been making progress very fast. We've spent the last uh, two weeks looking at five rather remarkable facts that flow from verse 1. And uh, the first one is that the exalted creator of this universe is willing to be our shepherd. So you've got transcendence, you've got imminence. And then we saw that he's not only the great Elohim, the Almighty, but he is also Yahweh, and that name Yahweh implies a covenant commitment that he has to us. We saw thirdly, it's not just a covenant in general with a bunch of nameless people, but it is a covenant commitment to care for and know each one of his sheep. The Lord is my shepherd. And then that word my implies a mutual ownership. He owns us, but there's a sense in which we own God. The Lord is my shepherd. He belongs to us in a sense. And then the fifth point was that if we own the owner of all things, well, we can't lack anything. Uh, we have access to all things in Christ. And uh, he not only uh, has in him everything that pertains to our life and godliness, but he promises to work all things together for our good. Now, you would think that verse 1 all by itself would be all that we need to be able to rest in Him and delight in Him and just get into our devotional life with Him so easily. And yet we, we tend to struggle with that. And that's what uh, brings us to uh, verse 2 of Psalm 23, where he says, He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Now, obviously, it's a beautiful picture of um, provision, those uh, green meadow grass for the sheep, but it really is more than that because when a sheep is lying down, he's not eating. Okay, there's a, there's a lot more that's going into this than just uh, simply God's provision. And the fact that God has to make us lie down as sheep implies that it's not easy for us to do that uh, on our own. It implies we're naturally restless. We naturally have a hard time obeying that command, be still and know that I am God. At least some of us have a hard time with that. I, I confess I'm a Martha. Um, for me, even in devotions, it takes real discipline to sit there and to enter into that communion because I'm always feeling like there's these distractions. I've got to do this. I've got to do that. And so I have a hard time being uh, a Mary. And I want us to think about that phrase a bit. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. Uh, most of you know that I grew up in Ethiopia and I spent hundreds of hours uh, in uh, some of my neighbors pastures with their um, flocks of sheep we had our own flock as well now I was supposed to be homeschooling instead of uh, going out chasing monkeys and looking at their sheep and stuff like that but that's a different story one of the things I discovered was that it was nigh on impossible to get those sheep to lie down if they were even the least bit hungry, if there was the least bit of fear that they had, if there was another sheep that was pestering them, or if they had bugs that were uh, uh, messing around with them. And both Douglas McMillan and Philip Keller mentioned the same thing with the sheep that they took care of. They say it takes a shepherd to make the sheep uh, lie down. And by the way, the, the lying down, we're not going to deal with it, but that indicates these sheep are stuffed. Uh, they're plenty satisfied. They've got all the food that they need. 
But um, I want to just look at this whole thing where they are in a position where they feel like lying down. Uh, just like chickens have a pecking order, sheep have a butting order. And um, in the last station that I was at, my parents had one sheep that was a mean mama. She was not only restless herself, but she made all of the other sheep quite uh, restless. Uh, the others would be just minding their own business, lying down in a pasture, and this sheep would come up to them and would stiffen its front legs and arch its neck and roll its eyelids back and come down or come down uh, in front of that sheep and scare the sheep, and it would go off a few yards, and then it would go to the next sheep, and it would do it to that one and to the next one until finally the whole flock of sheep is up and anxious and uh, we had a shepherd boy that we hired to take care of our sheep and he'd have to get a stick and whack that mean sheep on its behind uh, and it took a while before that sheep learned but it learned pretty quick that as soon as the shepherd started coming and it was acting up the other sheep would look at the shepherd and this one would immediately quit doing uh, what it was doing but the interesting thing was that even if this mean sheep did not lie down all of the other sheep were quite willing to lie down so long as the shepherd boy was there. And the same was true when our dog Lassie would come around. If our shepherd boy was there, they would just stare at the dog. They wouldn't move. But if the shepherd boy was not there and our dog came around, oh, they would stampede just at the sight of that dog. They were scared to death of him. So sheep that are left to themselves inevitably were distressed sheep. This phrase, he makes me to lie down in green pastures is not simply a promise of provision. It's a recognition that lying down and resting in God's grace is not easy for us until we have been trained, first of all, to recognize His presence, and secondly, to trust in His presence. And we tend to get our security from all kinds of things other than the Good Shepherd, but we cannot find security in money, in our family, in our church, in getting everything done that's on our schedule, uh, anything else. We cannot find security. This phrase implies it's only God that can give us that kind of rest. And some of us are like Martha. We're so restless that we have a hard time sitting down for half an hour and having devotions. We feel the urgency of work and other agendas constantly pulling at our, our heart. And we just don't value what Mary is doing uh, sitting at his feet. Concerns about this, the other thing, make us want to get up and do something. And actually, some of us are a little bit worse than that. We're not only restless, but we make sure everybody else is restless too because we want everybody else to be driven by the same frenetic schedule that we're driven by. We want everybody else to be the workaholics. So if you're a restless Martha, I recommend you, you do two th uh, three things. First of all, recognize that God alone can handle those urges, those feelings within us that we've got to get up, we've got to do something. Augustine said, because God has made us for himself, our hearts are restless until they rest in him. Now, we have this tendency to think, the only way I can deal with this restlessness is to get up and do something. And God says, no. Uh, the way you deal with that is by learning how to find communion with God because that's where the restlessness should be driving us to. Second, I would recommend that you begin the daily habit of having relaxed devotions where communion with God trumps our Bible study and our prayer. Now, I'm not saying don't have Bible study and prayer. 
uh, in your devotions uh, because that's an important part of them. But I, I'm saying where your communion with God trumps studying, digging into the Bible and prayer. If all your devotions is about is digging into the Bible, you are not lying down in green pastures. You're grazing in green pastures. And see, this is my tendency. I, I, I think, okay, I, I've disciplined myself. You know, I have an hour of devotions. Yeah, right. It, it's an hour of studying, <laughs> studying the Bible. And if I'm grazing and eating, I'm not getting to the place where I'm actually resting in God, entering into communion uh, with God. So lying down implies you're no longer eating. It implies you're content with the provisions God has given to you. And on the basis of your having grazed already in the Word, you're spending time in communion with Him, fellowshipping with Him, resting in Him. Um, so, and then the third thing I would recommend is you start the discipline of practicing the presence throughout the day, recognizing God in your life and, and being conscious of Him being with you uh, throughout the day. And uh, may the Lord train your hearts to find their rest in Him. Let's pray. Father God, we do desire that our hearts would not be restless, constantly being pulled away from you and the things that you have called us to, but that we would find our rest in you, that we would find our delight in ministering to you and being ministered to by your Holy Spirit. And Father, for those of us who have not uh, been able to experience this promise fulfilled in our lives where Jesus said that those who love him, that you will manifest yourself to us. You will make your home with us. And Father, that is our desire, to be at home with you and to be able to relax in your presence and to commune with you. And I pray that as we make our pledge to look to our shepherd, that you on your part would tame our hearts and uh, help us to enter into this uh, lying down in green pastures. And to that end, I pray that you would set aside these common elements to a holy use, and you'd be glorified in our partaking. In Christ's name.